Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Smarketing Show. Our special guest today is Crystal Cook. And in honor of International Women's Day, which is coming up on March 8th, our topic today is around women in leadership. What needs to happen to move towards more of an equal future for women, I would say, in a COVID-19 world, but also outside of that space. So achieving an equal future in a COVID-19 world and beyond. Crystal, you have tons of experience in leadership, strategy, sales, team training, in the print management and software industry, but most recently, your Female Friday initiative, where you've actually been sitting down with women in various roles to talk about what they see happening when it comes to shaping a more equal future, and really just to kind of celebrate women's achievements. So welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm really excited to be here. I want to start just by getting into Female Fridays. I want to find out for you, what was your goal behind creating that? And from your perspective, why was that so important now more than ever before in the past? Yeah, it's a great question. So when COVID first hit, we all started working from home. I started trying to connect with my partners through LinkedIn. Um, being more of a present there, putting out videos. Um, I had a couple of how-to videos, you know, working from home, everything changed. And I was already familiar with the remote platforms. And I started getting a lot of attention, which was really great. And I was very excited about that. And I was invited to do different podcasts. I did one with uh, Dale Dupree. He's a buddy of mine and ACDI's own Doc Balji. And I made some collaborative videos with some of my partners. And one day I just noticed that I was, just working with men. I wasn't doing any kind of collaborations or teaming up with any women in our industry. And I just didn't feel like women in our industry were very visible. I know they're there. I've met several of them. They're amazing. And I was like, what if I could create a platform that just showcases women in our industry a little bit more? So Female Fridays is not targeted for women. It's not a how-to in any kind of way. It's really a showcase of talented women in our industry and what they're doing, what they're bringing to the table, and what they're excited about. And I'm doing something a little bit different with Female Fridays. I'm not just looking for CEOs or presidents or vice presidents. I'm looking for any woman in any position that has something important to say that other people could benefit from. So it could be a how-to, it could be something that they are excited and passionate about, it could be changes they see coming up, but it's really to make these individual women just more visible in our industry as a whole. And I was very fortunate to be a guest on your show yeah. um, a few weeks back. So thank you so much. We, we talked all about digital marketing, which of course is something that I'm passionate about. Um, and I actually read a stat this morning that only only 5% of CEOs across all corporations in the United States are made up of women. Mm -hmm. um, and I think specifically for International Women's Day this year, the focus is all around COVID-19 because women make up the majority of frontline workers. Yeah. Um, but there still is a very inadequate representation in other industries, as I just mentioned. So speaking specifically, Crystal, to your experience, how have you seen things shift or have you seen things shift? First of all, a, a very heartfelt thank you to all the frontline workers. We see your passion, your blood, sweat, and tears. That, that's amazing. But yes, we are seeing, I think, a shift away from, and I think of frontline workers, for example, I think of like nurses and teachers, right? And I do think that we are seeing a broader shift in, in women going to other 
um, industries. And I want to speak kind of to that just for a second, because I have some personal experience with nursing and teaching. Um, I grew up in a blue collar family. No one in my family went to college. I know one person in my entire extended family that has a degree. So when I was going to college, I thought my options were nursing and teaching. And I started to, to um, go to school to be an RN. And about a year and a half in, I was like, this is not for me. I'm pretty sure I've saved a lot of lives by not becoming an RN. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, I'm really good at English. I'm going to switch over and be, be an English teacher. And then I had two semesters left from getting my English degree. And I just wasn't passionate. There are some amazing women and these are their callings, but it wasn't my calling. And I was just going to college for those two careers because I just didn't really know of other career paths for women. So I applied to the um, ULR College of Business and got into marketing. Like I loved it. Like this is my niche. This is where I'm supposed to be. And I was very fortunate that I found it. Um, but I find that that's, the experience of a lot of women. Um, my very best friend is very successful in the big retail space and she has a teaching degree also, you know, so it's, it's not something that she actually uses and she's doing something completely different in the corporate world and she's very successful, but that's kind of what we thought our options were. And I, I think that men fall into that as well. I know so many uh, men my age who went to school for sports related degrees and they accomplish them and they're doing something completely different. So I think that women are just becoming more educated at a younger age and they really understand what their options are. And men too, this isn't you know, just specific to women, but I'm just speaking to my experience, like my friend's experience. So I think that all these other industries are gonna see a lot more females now because we're like, oh, we have Google now. We can actually look up other career paths and see what all is available. <sighs> Uh, am I okay talking on this program? Yeah, yeah. I was actually just going to say, you know what? We haven't heard from Rick and this is the quietest uh, I've ever I'm seen you. I'm just a female Fridays, you know, Hey, Crystal, <laughs> thanks for joining us. You know, I'm so uh, inspired by what you've done coming into, we'll call it the imaging industry from, I think a background in, you know, restaurant business, which is a whole other kind of thing, but probably has a similar kind of unknownness about it. Um, congrats on your Female Fridays, by the way, if you're not watching Crystal's Female Fridays, I think it's great perspective on uh, what so many women deserve in terms of visibility. You know, I, I coming in today's program, Cheryl, you know, yesterday I asked our team, like, how many women do we have percentage wise in our company? I think we're around 40 to 50%. Half of our leadership team is female. Amazing. And with the clients that we work with, a lot of managed service providers or companies uh, in general, you know, I'm, I really think it's great when a female owned business showcases that they're owned by a female. And I think too few females showcase that for whatever reason, but the ones that do like we're a hundred percent behind that, you know, like you, I grew up, uh, you know, uh, not easy. Uh, my mom went from being a receptionist right through to being a, uh, director of HR in a 600 employee organization. And so wow. I saw her literally fist fight right through to the you know, table with, you know, nine other male leaders. Yeah. So my question for you would be, I guess, you know, you've been around a lot of women that are very good leaders. And what do you think might be some qualities that you've seen or picked up from your, you know, your program, Female Fridays, that you think might be two or three characteristics that other females that want to step up or lead or just be successful in their role, whatever it is, you don't have to be a leader. Mm -hmm. What do you think makes them successful? Well, just 
being tough. And I hate that I have to say you have to be tough, but you absolutely do. So when I was um, first invited to become a general manager in the restaurant industry, um, some of my counterparts that had other stores were like, what are you guys doing? Women cannot do this job. It's just too mentally and physically tough to work, you know, these kind of hours and deal with these kind of people. And luckily my owner was like, you haven't met her. She'll be fine. <laughs> She'll be bothered everybody else. Don't worry. Um, but you know, you, there, there is a certain, I think, toughness that comes to um, very driven women, but that's no different than a trait that a man has to have to be successful, right? Like you just have to be tough in general um, because you're going to be put in a lot of different situations where you're not the most comfortable and you have to kind of look through um, to what the big picture is and make a decision based off of that. Um, for just women in, in leadership in general and some of the traits that I see, you know, they, they're the same as men. I, I like to see leaders that really mentor their team members, really help them accomplish their goals, have an open door policy and just be forthright and transparent because then you always know where you stand and you're always getting the help that you need. And I think that's, you know, the main traits of any, any good leader. Well, you, you just described Cheryl right there, just so you know. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's funny that you use the word tough because I think when women are described as, you know, being confident, let's say I'll use that word. Cause I like that word, but I've been called, you know, things like brash. I've been yeah. called, a firecracker, oh, right? <laughs> firecracker, you know, she's, you know, and, and women kind of get that. that more words by thing. me, more words by me, Crystal, just so you know. <laughs> good ones, yeah. Rick's never called me any of those things, but in, in my career, that has certainly been a label that I think comes with a woman being confident, but you don't hear that. Um, you don't hear those words when you're describing your, your male leader, you don't hear, oh, they're very brash. They're very, they're like, he's like a firecracker. Nobody says that. Um, but, but for women, those terms are used. So, I mean, in this world, we're seeing female participation increase. Leadership is accelerating in a huge way. What, what do you think that businesses need to do better to make sure that our contributions as women are actually reaching the discussion table and are part of this decision-making process? That's key. Mm -hmm. I think it's just being intentional. And I want to clarify that I'm speaking on all these subjects on my personal experience. I'm sure it's not the experience for everybody. But from my experience, I don't see women intentionally being left out. But what I do see is kind of like the proximity clause. Like if you have a friend in the office and you hunt together and you drink beer together and you go to games together, you know them better, you've heard their ideas, you understand what they're capable of. So they are more likely to be heard or promoted internally opposed to the female in the office that's not going out and hanging out with you. So you don't hear their ideas, you know, you don't know them as well. So it's easier for them to be on the back burner. So I think it's just being intentional when you have a team of getting to know everybody on your team equally, understanding what they're passionate about, what their ideas are. And then it's going to give you a bigger, fuller picture of what the contributions of the team are, right? So don't just talk to your buddy because you go to games. That's not necessarily going to be um, the person that comes up with the most creative idea on your team. So I think just being intentional and getting to know everybody would work wonders for a lot of companies. Mm -hmm. um, before we wrap up, 
you and I had this conversation actually when I was on Female Fridays a few weeks back, and that is that in this virtual world, and this doesn't necessarily just apply to women, but you very much so are inv involved in, in managing that client rep relationship. Um, so because that is so crucial, and we know people buy from people, and that's so important, but in this virtual world, and not just the virtual world, but the evolution of that relationship is changed. So you talked about going out with your buddies and having a beer, or you and I had a conversation about making deals on the golf course, and it's not realistic right now because of what's happening. Eventually, we will be able to do those things again, but what are you seeing in terms of the evolution of how that relationship is managed? I'm going to answer that two parts. So first of all, I kind of think this is a great thing for women because now we are able to build relationships the exact same way that everybody else is able to build relationships right now, right? We're not going to the games. We're not going to the golf course. We're not going to get beers. So I do feel like it's even out the playing field a little bit, which is very interesting. I think that we'll see a drastic change, you know, a few, few years from now and how everything is balanced out. But, um, I am very used to remote training and remote selling. So when COVID first hit, I put together uh, a webinar on how to successfully sell remotely. And my counterpart, Jeff Vincent, supported me. And we put out this big webinar on it. And we had hundreds of attendees. And then I got a lot of emails saying, can you do another one? My team members want to join. So we ended up doing three of the exact same webinars right under a thousand people total joined. It was over 900 people, which is really impressive. And that's actually still out there. I think it's on ACDI's YouTube channel, but right. it, it walks you through how to successfully sell remotely from how to engage clients, how to set those um, appointments, how to confirm them, what to do when you're on it, the platforms that are available, how to follow up. So it's, it's a whole how-to on how to sell remotely. And I think that you have to dig into the tools available to you and figure out how to sell to a particular client. And I had someone on one of my Female Fridays, uh, Mackenzie Ward with Pearson Kelly Technologies, and she said something really unique. She's so they were putting a lot of emphasis in learning how their particular customers want to be communicated with instead of just doing blanket marketing campaigns. So if this person wants to be texted or emailed or sent something on LinkedIn, they are kind of putting them in that bucket. And that is how they are moving forward, communicating with them. And I was like, why, why are we not doing that? Why are we not just literally asking someone, how do you want us to communicate with you? What do you want to see? and then following up. So that's also really unique. So I'm gonna steal uh, McKinsey's idea and throw that in there as well, because I thought it was fantastic for remote selling. Yeah, that's a great point. Well, Crystal, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, we could, of course, continue this conversation on and on. I love your your comment on being intentional about decisions. And I think that, if anything, I hope that the audience takes that away today. Um, I certainly encourage everyone to check out your Female Fridays uh, episodes, which are on YouTube. We're going to include the link to that in the description of today's show. And of course, um, we're going to have you back. And, and certainly, happy International Women's Day, everybody. And don't forget, that's fast approaching coming up on March the 8th. And Thank Cheryl, you can I ask Crystal my bonus question of the day? She's not bonus ready. Bonus question. <laughs> I want to wrap up here. So Crystal, you know, there's only one thing better than a female leader. You know that, right? And what is that? That's two female leaders. Okay. I like so, it. I like it. Thank you for joining us and thank for letting me slip in today on today's program. Keep up the great work on Female Fridays. I'm watching as well. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Cheryl.